Let's go to Highline and welcome to the show, Oates. John Oates, how are you, sir? Uh, hi, Mike. How, how's it going? Pleasure to have you on the program. Congrats on what I think was one of the most exciting Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremonies to watch. For sure. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. It was uh, it was a long night, but I'm glad it happened, and we're really. Uh Really happy to be in there, you know, in that exclusive club. It's very cool. Yeah, it was great to see you guys uh, get to do with with rock and roll bands and be up there. And uh, I, I enjoy that you always, you guys always remain Philly guys. I think that's important to you, and I think that in all the years of your career, you still uh, you still show that. Well, you know, it's where we started. Um, it has a you know. You should never forget where you came from. Well, but you know what? When guys get the kind of money that Hall & Oates has, most guys forget where they come from. I And we were trying to figure out how much you guys are worth uh, after all the years. And uh, the, the celebrity net worth has you at $30 million each. I say that's low. Well, uh, you know, I tried to borrow some money from Daryl the other day. <laughs> he, he was hurting. He, I told him I needed new tires. For my no tires for my truck, and he said, "Man, he goes, I don't know. He goes, let's see what happens after the next show. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? I needed two new tire kingdoms. Maybe he's buying uh, franchises. Uh, well, we're talking to John Oates today. He's got uh, a DVD CD set out, a solo, his fifth solo project called Another Good Road. Which now here's a sign that you got money. It's available at johnoates.com. That's the I don't need a record company. I do everything on my own money." Hey, guess what? You know, Daryl and I have been independent recording artists since 1996. We were one of the first groups to be, to uh, leave the big companies behind, and I think we are way ahead of our time, and uh, I'm really proud of that fact. I'm proud of the fact that we realized that we wanted to do exactly what we wanted to do. And you know what's really cool about it is that there's people out there who like what we do, and for those folks, we're important. The people who don't like us or don't you know pay attention to us, that's okay, and, and it's amazing that after all these years we're in that lucky position. Um, I feel bad for a lot of young artists who are trying to break through who don't have that fan base to, to rely on. So I feel really blessed and really I have a lot of gratitude for, uh, for that fact. Well, I, I think one of the reasons, we just saw you recently in Tampa. I'm sure you'll remember this show because it's probably not one that you do very often. It was a private show at Bush Gardens. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, here you are playing uh, 200 people with a full band and full sound, and I, I, we were just saying, you guys have never sounded better, and that's easily one of those that you could just kind of half-ass do, and I think that's part of the reason why you've had such long success as well. You don't half-ass anything. Well, you know, Daryl and I have never stopped playing live. Uh, even in the early 90s when we weren't doing a lot, when we kind of kind of kicked back a bit, um, we still continued to play live, and we never broke up, and we never stopped. And I think... That's why we're still out there today, and that's why we still sound the way we sound. Uh, and we have an amazing band. And, we, you know, our, see, we don't, we don't rely on smoke bombs and pyrotechnics and uh, a giant production. We, we're about music, sound, playing, and singing. And uh, if you like that, then you're going to like us. And that's what it's all about for us. So when we play, we play for real. And uh, whether it's solo or together, that's, that's just how we think. You guys ever get in a big fight? Not really. Really? Our disagreements, um, and when we had creative disagreements in the studio, a lot of times we'd do it two different ways and see which way sounded best. Well, we always relied on our band to uh, give us some feedback, and uh, our bands over the years have always been a big part of what we do. Um, they've really, you know, it's we're really a band with two guys as the leaders of the band. That's yeah, really what we are. Do you ever feel like a second guy because, uh, you know, it's almost like... Um, 
uh, it's almost become at sometimes like a punchline, uh, Oates and Ridgely, like the other guys in the band. But yet you are a, a clear 50% of Hall and Oates, and if not even more. I mean, you look at the songs that John sings. Uh, he sings lead on a bunch of songs. He sings fantastic harmonies on, on the hits. And uh, But do you ever feel like you get second billing? Um, no, not really. The, here's the thing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, Daryl Hall is one of the greatest singers of all time. I knew it from the day I met him in 1967. Um, our partnership is based on mutual respect uh, and, our, and our mutual respect for both of our musicianships. Uh, because he sang on most of the big hit records, uh, he has that upfront profile, and it's well-deserved. I, I don't really care about that. Um, if, you look at my, if you look at my solo career and the five or six albums that I've done, my solo career now has gotten to the point where it's so, it's so big that I could almost, you know, just do that all year long. Yeah. In fact, I'm having a hard juggling Hall & Oates shows with my solo shows. So I think people respect me for what I do. I do a more rootsy thing. I do a more, uh, I lean a little more on my folk roots. So it's a cool, you know, it's a cool partnership. Daryl's got his, his TV show. I don't know many bands that you can honestly say actually work together and also have two separate individual solo careers. No, I, I right. think that, that has to be the key to uh, to Hall & Oates' longest success. We're talking to John Oates. John's got a brand new uh, solo project out called Another Good Road, available at johnoates.com. I know when you ask a singer and a songwriter this, what's your favorite song, that it's their own, like, oh, it's like my babies. I don't have a favorite song. But I know... When you guys play, I, I, when you guys play, you play all the hits. I mean, you don't walk out of there going, "What was that one song?" What's the one song you're sick of playing? That's what I want to know. One song where you just strum through and you're like, "We have to do this for the fans," but it's sick of playing it. You know, there isn't one. And honestly, God, I'm not going to. I'm not going to evade your answer. We don't have a song we don't want to play. If we have a song that feels tired, we drop it. And we are in an incredibly lucky position. We got a lot of songs. Good. Yes. What Good. we have been doing lately is we've been adding album cuts and what we call our deep tracks into our shows because we love playing those songs just as much as we play the hits. Um, and I'll give you a perfect example. We don't even play all the hits. No. Uh, we don't play Lost That Love and Feeling. We haven't played that in a while. Uh, we don't play Every Time You Go Away. Um, I mean, there's a couple number one records that we don't play. So, I mean, we are in an incredibly fortunate position. That's got to be a good feeling. It's an amazing feeling. Uh, in fact, I wish we had more time to do some of the more obscure stuff uh, because I, you know, I like it uh, just as much as the hits. One of the things that you bring up, uh, Daryl's house, I discovered by accident, and uh, I ended up being a huge fan of the show. And what's great was it introduced me to some new bands that I never heard of. Fits in the tantrums I never heard of before till I saw them on Daryl's house. But also. I heard uh, Hall and Oates songs that I never heard before because they do that one song together and they don't they don't pick from the hit. So I think that's great for you guys as well. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Um, we, you know, actually, Daryl and I have been discussing maybe uh, doing an entire tour of deep tracks because we're at that point now where um, we like to do different things and keep it, it keeps it interesting. You know, we have over 400 songs that we've written <laughs> and we can't possibly play anywhere close. We can't even scratch the surface of those songs. You should put out a best of album that's not the hits. Yeah. No, it's not about making an album. It's about playing live. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd like to set up a residency somewhere for three or four days and play a whole show of 70s music, a whole show of 80s music, a whole show of 90s music, a whole show of music from the from 2000s. Yeah. Um, we can do that, and that would be a really cool idea for me. I, I'll tell you, I think that Hall & Oates fans would enjoy that, and it gives you opportunity to go out there and do those songs that you haven't played in a long time. We're talking to John Oates. 
John is promoting his uh, new DVD CD set, Another Good Road, which I would imagine, like you said, goes back to your, your early roots of music. Yep, it really is. I, you know, I grew up, and before I met Daryl Hall, I was very much into folk, blues, bluegrass, all that kind of stuff, and uh, also R&B as well. And when we got together, that's kind of what I brought to the table. And over the years, you know, that kind of took a backseat to all the pop stuff. But now that I've, uh, you know, carved out a solo career for myself, I've, I've, I've kind of gone back to my original influences, and that's really taken me to a cool place. And I've met, you know, now I'm playing with some, I mean, I just played with Bob Weir last two nights ago, uh, you know, and it's like people are, you know, are are really into the rootsy music that I've been making, and I'm really having a good time doing it. Good. Uh, I'll tell you, I think that's great. And by the way, I, I just you planted the seed in my head. If you guys do, if you guys go out and do a 70s, 80, you got to go mustache. You got to go oats mustache. Well, I got a mustache. It's just tied to a goatee, so uh. it's a little bit... Uh, I'm just trying to modernize, you know. <laughs> <laughs> bring bring the old thick one back. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, I was reading in your bio, and this is a this is what I if I would have won Powerball the other day, this is what I would have done. John uh, spends time with his family. There are three dogs, a flock of emus, llamas, and alpacas. That's the life, my man. Just you and some cool animals chilling out. <laughs> I guess so. It is pretty good. I can't. I can't. I can't deny it. If I thought I would wake up and I would say, "I'm going to talk to John Oates today," and he's got alpacas and emus, I don't know right. if that phrase would ever leave my mouth. John Oates' new album is available now at johnoates.com. It is called Another Good Road. It is a pleasure to have you on. You guys make great music, and we enjoy seeing you. So keep touring as long as you can. Hey, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, man. All right, John, take it easy. There you go, John Oates and his mustache.